In these modern times, the average driver will spend over four years of their life in a car. And 80% of them, at some point, will experience... Aggressive driving, or more commonly known as road rage. Welcome to Fanboy to Snob. I'm Chad. And I'm Chris. And today, we watched a hilarious film called Unhinged, starring Russell Crowe. <laughs> it's a 2020 film, went unnoticed because of the pandy, but I think people need to see this film. Mm-hmm. Because it's made from a relatively unknown director named some guy's name. Uh, Derek, it's either, I think it's Borte. It's not Bort. It's Derek not, Bort. I think it's Borte. So he was just like a no, uh, no I don't want to say nobody, but he, he worked at MTV. He did some stuff for Sony. And then one, yeah, day, a music video guy. one day he was like, I'm going to make fucking movies. And. He made a couple movies before this, uh, no, like four movies before this one, mm. but boy, was this one fun. One of my favorite things is about this is he, he's like, I got Russell Crowe. I'm going to use him. <laughs> like, like uh, it doesn't seem like Russell Crowe really phoned it in too much in this role. It seemed like the director's like, just have fun. <laughs> the part where he has the phone and he's laughing, I feel like <laughs> Russell Crowe is having a blast playing this psychopath. So, the movie begins on a rainy night outside a house with a man sitting in a truck taking pills. And he takes his wedding ring off, flicks him behind him, goes, picks up a weird, like, like one of those survival hammers <coughs> with like the, um, like the wrench in it, the crowbar, the hammer, and the spike on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he just starts bashing this door down. And he walks into the house and he fucking clubs the dude in the head and just beats him to death on the floor and then proceeds to beat the woman to death and then he lights the place on fire and it blows up that's the opening yeah <laughs> solid look sitting there checking his phone no messages yeah 403 a.m no messages you know what this whole movie took place in a day huh? yeah he must have been tired nice popping pills all the time non-stop <laughs> Oh, and this is the movie where everyone was like, why is Russell Crowe so fat now? It's like, it was for this movie. Yeah. He plays a big, fat, angry man with like a weird accent that switches from like the South to Boston. What do you think his voice did the voice? Well, I feel like he has anger issues. Yeah. This is like, I wish we could have watched Falling Down. And then the, you know, because yeah. this is the same movie, but from different perspectives. Oh, Whereas you- with... Falling down, we were rooting for him the entire time. Yeah, this guy, we're like, you're fucked up. <laughs> like, I can't agree with that. Like, it's okay. Yes, I agree. You're mad, but I am, bro. Like, the, like if he had just killed the lawyer in the diner, I would have been like, okay. But the fact that he tortured him for a while with people watching <laughs> while screaming at her on the phone. Yeah. So our main character is named Rachel, and she is a fucking loser. Yeah, she actually does. She sucks. Our introduction to her is her waking up to a phone call, being like, "What time is it?" And he's like, "We're, we're, your, uh, your, uh, your husband wants the house." And then she's like, "Ugh, whatever, I don't care." And he's like, "No, fuck you." And it's her lawyer. He's like, mm. "We're gonna fight this." And then the kid walks in, and she's like, "How how long until you're in detention?" Implying that she's like already fucked up his school day. And he's like, "You have a client." 
She's like, no, I don't. Checks her phone. Oh, fuck, I do. So, like, yeah, this chick sucks. <laughs> yeah. And she drives like shit. Yeah. They really emphasize on the, the fact that she's just weaving. Doesn't use blinkers. Doesn't stop at stop signs. She's that asshole that weaves on the highway. Drives in the breakdown lane to get in front of people. She drives on the bike pedestrian lane. Yeah. Like, cuts in front. She goes from the breakdown lane to driving into the pedestrian lane, cutting Ugh. someone off. Ugh. And then she gets stuck behind a truck. She decides to beep at this truck because they're sitting at a green light. And she doesn't just beep once yeah. or twice or three times. In fact, as she's driving by, she beeps and flips him off. <laughs> what does that truck decide to do? He follows her. Pulls up right alongside her. What's he say? Roll your window down. A lot of that in this movie, actually, now yeah. that I think about it. Roll your window down. So for some reason, her son rolls the fucking window down. What did he say? You can't do a... He goes, hey there. How you doing today? What's it called? The beep? Like a courtesy tap. Courtesy tap, yeah. Now, I think your mother meant to do a courtesy tap. Not a... So, you know, and he's like, I'm having a real bad day. And then she's like, me too. And that's when he goes, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're having a bad day. I hope it gets better. Mm. Now, if you could just fire back an apology at me. Peaches and cream. And she, there was more rude stuff she was doing. She was time, being a dick to the him. The whole time, she's like, roll the window up. Don't talk to him. Blah, yeah, blah, don't blah. talk to him. Maybe you shouldn't sit at a green light. And he's like, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. You know? He's like, I kind of dazed off a little bit there. Sorry. Because we know what he was yeah. popping pills, thinking about murdering his fucking ex-wife. and. So at this point, he's... He's trying to be cordial. I feel like this is his brain being like, well, if I can just be nice to this person, it justifies the murders. Mm. And this person is not... All he wants is an apology, and she goes, I'm not giving you one. And he goes, you ever have a bad day? And she's like, Bleh. and he goes, because I'm going to make you understand what a bad day really is. And then he puts his sunglasses on and stares at her. Oh, Russell Crowe is so fucking good in this movie. Every line he says, every like facial expression, like the constant sweating and the panting, the just the, just the go-betweens between like, on the phone to you know like you see like uh yeah I definitely think if this movie came out like not covid times you think it would have been bigger you think oh, i think this movie would have been to... this movie is not for people who have sensitivities this is not a this movie it, it goes from pun intended it goes from zero to <laughs> 60 in like 20 minutes and then yeah. it's just an it's a chase movie for the rest of the movie this guy's just chasing her trying to fucking kill her and ruin her life and it's not even the fact he's not even trying to kill her he's just trying to fuck with her he's trying to kill everyone she cares about so like, then she's left alone and then she goes remember i'll call the cops suicide by cops sounds good by me you know <laughs> like holy shit this guy doesn't care but so so uh, after all this at the beginning happens they go she, to the school she yeah drops she drops the kid off at school and then and she has to go get gas so she pulls out of the school and cuts a guy off. God. She's so bad. She's so bad. No blinker. So she goes to the gas station, goes inside, decides to pay. Then once she's about to leave, she looks and who's well, behind her? She, she, she goes, I need so, such and such on pump number four. And that's when she sees the mm. truck. And that's when the, the lady at the cashier is like, is there a, is there a fucking problem? <laughs> and she's like, no. Yes. 
And we're like, yeah, you're thinking. Oh. She did make a lot of the decisions that we were being like, she should do that. But like the entire movie, we were like, just go to the police station. And she just yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> or a fire station. They're easy to spot. Yeah. Well, they got big old axes and dogs and shit. They could fuck that guy up. Uh, <laughs> um, so the, the cashier lady's like, like, what's fucking up? And she's like, well, I beat that that guy in traffic and now he's following me. And then she's like, oh, he's got road rage. And then the guy <laughs> behind her in line is like, I'll walk with you to your car. Yeah. And she's like, no, that's fine. And the guy's like, shut up. No, I'm going with you. Yeah, because the whole time she, they're like, do you want us to call the police? She's like, no, I just might be being paranoid. And yeah. He's like, let me walk with you to see what happens. We forgot the scene in the at breakfast where the news report about the gray truck being uh, involved with a, a double murder and arson. Mm. And, and the Freddy turns it off. And he's like, no one needs to be watching this. And if they had just <laughs> fucking watched it, they would have known. But yeah. So, like, everybody's looking for this guy that murdered someone, and they're all looking for this gray truck, but nobody's paying attention to the fucking TV behind them that's explaining <laughs> this situation because they're all too busy fucking self-absorbed terrible people like that dude had the ring on his finger right the dude who helped her at the gas station he had a wedding ring but mm -hmm. i guarantee and this is just probably the guy writing the film i bet that guy's motivation was not to protect this woman but to get laid because yeah. this whole movie's about how everyone's a piece of fucking shit i like to think he was one of the good ones especially since he like Bought stepped it. in front of the fucking yeah, they walk out to the car, she pumps her gas, he's like, I'm gonna get the guy's plates, he gets the plates, uh, what was it? 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven? ZTX1? 7-Eleven TXK or something like that. <laughs> no, this guy That's was definitely uh, trying to be a good guy. I don't think so. Because this whole movie, the intro, is all about how everyone sucks. Yeah, Why this guy died. Because he the sucks. This guy died. Also stupid. He deserved it, kind of. Step in front of the range car. Especially when you go, when you're looking at the guy and he's staring at her and you go, hey, buddy, it'd be better if you went off. And then Russell Crowe goes. I love that. <laughs> it just stares right at you. see the guy go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel speeds away, so Russell goes to speed after her. That guy jumps in front of the car. Russell don't give a fuck. Hits him. <laughs> and another car just comes in. He falls right across the, the street as he's getting up. A fucking Honda clocks him in the uh, skull. The deaths in this movie are fucking brutal. Over the top. So brutal. I miss movies like this. It felt like it felt like a good old fashioned like seventies eighties ultra violence film. Yeah. <laughs> Where like as soon as that guy gets hit by the car, the movie doesn't slow down. Yeah. It just keeps getting more and more. And remember at the beginning, we kept turning the sound up because I was like, man, they really mixed the dialogue really low. Everything in the beginning of the movie was really low. Then all of a sudden, it just gets super loud. loud and super intense. And the music is like... Da, 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 I like da, to da, hope da. that they actually did that. I purpose. think they did it on yeah. purpose. This is my second watch of this movie, and that was on purpose. Yeah. I fucking... This is my second watch. All I did was watch Russell Crowe this time. I completely ignored every character. Well, to be fair... He's the only character that's like in every cool. scene. No, when they broke away to like the mother and son scenes, it's kind of like it was the mother being dumb as shit, the son being like, "Don't beep at people, drive better, wake up early," and she's like, "Fuck you," you know. Remember the, the scene when they're one. stuck in traffic and she's like, "Too many cars, too many people," and she starts to get it's the like, road rage. Sure it's not you. He, she started to late? get the road rage, yeah. and then he talked her down. 
but he couldn't talk her out of beefing at Russell Crowe. Yeah. God, dude. So what happens after they leave the gas station? Uh, she's she, Russell Crowe just straight up chases her. Mm-hmm. And they're driving down the highway, and she's fuck or not the highway, she, they're like service streets. She's like going, like weaving in and out of traffic and stuff like that. And Russell Crowe's like right on her back. And then they wind up trapped, right? In some traffic. And Russell Crowe just starts ramming her car. You're forgetting about how he had her phone too. Oh, she that's right. Phone in the so car. when she's getting chased, she reaches down for her phone and it's not fucking there. And she's like, what the fuck? And she took the code off her phone mm. in a throwaway line where she says she almost got into a car accident because she was trying to unlock her phone. <laughs> and the son went, that's stupid. Which is a double, like, that's stupid that you were trying to unlock your phone while driving, and that's stupid that you wouldn't have a lock on your fucking phone. Oh, when Russell Crowe drives by, he just goes... Yeah, yeah, he looks at her smile. and he smiles, and <laughs> kind of, like, points at her. He's like, you got your phone. You dumb bitch. Yeah. Um, and then she, uh, they get stuck in the traffic, and he's ramming her, and she's, like, freaking out looking for the phone. And, and nobody is doing anything. Because when she looks over at the other person in the car next to her, they're on their phone. So that's a little commentary for you. Yeah. Um... So she winds up fucking, like, a bus pulls out, she cuts behind the bus, Russell has to go around the bus, and she winds up on a one-way street freaking the fuck out, and people are yelling at her, and instead of rolling down her window and went, there's that guy in the gray pickup truck just tried to fucking murder me, help me please. No, she, yeah, like, fucking so stupid. There's so many situations in this movie where if you just grabbed a random stranger and were like, help, then it would be two versus one, instead of one versus one. Yeah. Or just... Where's the police station? Yeah. Call the police. I need the police. Help me. <laughs> so she winds up parking under an overpass, hyperventilating, like freaking the fuck out because this guy's like trying to kill her. Mm. That's when we get one of my favorite scenes. The diner scene. Yeah. So what happens in the diner scene? So you have the lawyer friend. What was his name? Do you remember? Uh, Andy, but he's one of the McPoyle twins from Always, <laughs> always Sunny. Sunny. <laughs> so he's sitting there waiting. He sees... Looks at his watch. Sees she's a, he's a little getting a little frustrated because she's late. Because it's twenty minutes or Rachel, Rachel twenty minutes. minutes. We all have that friend. And this is even past probably the Rachel's. Yeah. Place. So he's like annoyed. And guess who sits across from? Him? In the background, all you see is Russell Crowe like looking around, being like, "That's him." He sees the guy checking his watch. Yeah. He's like, "Okay." So Russell Crowe sits across from him and goes, "Hi." <laughs> he goes hi and he goes i'm a friend of rachel's and he's like oh did rachel send you and she's like yeah she's gonna be a little late she asked me to come and i was in the area you know so he was like oh you have better luck than i am getting in touch with her and he and he's like what's your name and he's like oh i'm todd cooper i i just moved into town and he's like no way that's great and he's like yeah rachel's helping me get used to things around here and he's like that rachel's such a great gal ain't she and he's like, oh the best and you seem kind of like like getting frustrated, like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> then uh, the guy's like, he goes, he goes, the guy, what does he say? He says something that, that makes the lawyer notice that something ain't right. Mm-hmm. He goes, he goes, so you said Rachel's getting divorced. And uh, the lawyer goes, I didn't say that, you said that. You said that. And you know what my 11 o'clock will say if I'm late? And he like goes to get up to leave and he goes, how about... If I can get Rachel on the phone, he takes the coffee cup and he goes, you buy me a cup of coffee. And he goes, and what if you can't? The lawyer says, I'll buy you a, I'll cup, buy of you a cup of coffee. And the lawyer goes, all right, because everyone makes dumb fucking decisions in this movie. Sits down, slides the lawyer's phone across to Russell Crowe. He gets the phone call. Yeah. 
calls the burner phone. Which is hidden in Rachel's car because she's sitting there freaking out because she doesn't know what to do. And then she hears a phone vibrating, checks the glove compartment, checks her purse. It's in the center console. And she answers it and she goes, hello. And then Russell slides the phone to Andy and Andy's like, Rachel, what's up? And she's like, Andy, how, how are you talking to me? What's happening? What's going on? And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm glad I could talk to you. I'm sitting here with your friend Todd Cooper. And before she can say, I don't know who that is, Russell goes, oh, no, he goes, he goes, he goes, nice guy, cool beard. And Russell like, <laughs> slides the phone to Russell. And she's like, I don't know him. And she starts going off about how it like, how he's chased her and how he's done the all that stuff. And yeah. And then he goes, oh, Rachel. And then like, you know, like, what does he say? He says, now don't. And he goes, all I want is an apology. And she goes, okay, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. And he goes, now, Rachel, not a bullshit apology, a real fucking apology. And that's when Andy's like, hey, hey what the fuck? Yeah. Crack with a fucking mug to the face. Oh, that was brutal. Like, yeah. I want to uh, watch how they did, did that. that scene. Yeah. It was so good. So now everyone at the diner is freaking out, mm. right? And he's like, I'm going to fucking teach you what fucking bad days are like i'm gonna kill your kid i'm gonna kill and he just starts like he's like i'm gonna make sure you're alone you know and he's like are you fucking the lawyer was your husband a hard-working man and you went around and screwed behind his back which is obviously what happened to him you um, sure was fucking the lawyer probably the way they talk to each other your best friend and free lawyer who hits you up for therapy come yeah. on come on he was just a really nice guy. Maybe he was gay. He was married. And then and Russell goes, like, that means anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking love Russell's character in this movie. I love how the tension just kind of, like, spiked. Yeah. So then he wraps his hand around. Oh, no. he McPoyle goes for a knife, and he, and he takes his hand calmly off the knife. And then, wham, wham, wham. Everyone's still sitting there watching. The one guy in the background with the cell phone. Well, yeah, filming it. What a f that's today, ain't it? And um, I'd be so sad if I was getting beaten to death, and all I see in the corner of my eye is somebody filming me. There's, so then Russell puts the phone on speaker, and, and he puts it on the table, and he goes, "Rachel, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> if this was the last time you were going to talk to Andy, what would you say?" And Andy's like, "Because by now his like nose is caved yeah, in, gargling. He's, yeah, he's all fucked up." And Russell Crowe's holding a butter knife, and he's and he's holding Andy's head to the table. He's like, Rachel, what would you say? And she's like, Don't do it. No, I don't know. I don't understand what I'm. Ha what's, what's happening? And Russell goes, What a missed opportunity! And then just right in the back of the neck, <laughs> kills him. Ugh. This movie is fucking brutal. Yeah. Then he gets in his car and he speeds away. Then she <laughs> starts getting text messages of names and addresses. Mm. And and then she gets a f as she's dialing nine one one, so she doesn't get the opportunity to dial nine one one because it gets interrupted. Why am I burping? Because it gets interrupted by all the text messages, and then Russell calls her while he's speeding down the highway, and he says, uh, "Was Richard a bad guy? Like, was he just a hardworking dude, and you fucked him over? How about?" I empty your fucking bank account. He empties her bank account. What about your savings account? Empties her savings account, gives it all to Richard. Mm. And then he goes, he goes, who do you want to die next? And she 
She's like, I don't know. And he goes, I'll play Russian roulette with your uh, phone book. I'll pick someone out of your contacts. What about your mother? What about your brother? What about this person? She goes, I picked me. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. You live. Everyone else is going to die. Who dies next? Or I'll kill your son. You know, like, yeah, I like him. Um, Who's... Surprisingly, like a really good villain. It's one of the best villains I've seen in a movie in a long time. Like he just like reminded me of like a cheesy comic book villain, just like demented as fuck. I would say I would say comparing him to a comic book villain is an insult to his performance. A graphic novel? No, not even a graphic novel. That's implying he was cartoony and weird and zany. No, no. he was he was like what I assume Hannibal Lecter was like. Mm. like well thought out manipulative he was he was trying to destroy her brain you know he wasn't just trying to kill her build a blue laser to shoot into the sky (laughs) he was trying to ruin this woman's life yeah she's like i'll call the cops and he's like suicide by cops fine with me and it's like okay so you don't care yeah you're gonna ruin my life or die trying like holy shit definitely should have just went to the cops yep so after he kills Andy, she picks Deborah to die, who was one of her clients that fired her because she's a fuck up. And he goes, why are you picking Deborah? And she goes, she goes, because she fired me. And Russell Crowe goes, He's like, because of no fault of your own, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you know, like, like, oh, shit. So then um, she, uh, he hangs up the phone on her and is on his way to kill Deborah. So uh, she calls the cops and goes, I have multiple emergencies. You need to go to like bing bang boom right Next away Sarah, like we'll do a big accident he's like yeah no. he's the one that no no, no that's the end of the movie Are you sure yes because no. we haven't even gotten to the school scene yet all right, all right yeah we're still at the first half of the movie pretty much the second half of the movie is when she gets her kid and is driving through town okay, okay. yeah because the kid's not in the car yet mm. uh because nothing's happened to freddie because guess what the cops show up to the school the cops show up to Deborah's. Deborah's fine. Has to Freddie's house. house. Which is her house, which is she should have. Yep. And Freddie's watching the news and he sees the footage of the lawyer getting stabbed to death. And he goes, Davos, hey Mary, isn't that the place with the great brisket? Just not putting it together. That's <laughs> where the lawyer and Rachel meet every day. Mm. Um, and he's like, Mary. And then he's watching the news and it's something about a great pickup truck. And he hears like a clash. And he's like, I hope that wasn't something breakable or something stupid like that. Yeah, I hope if you broke it, we can afford to replace it or something stupid. And he stands up and he starts walking towards where he heard the noise. And he just so happens to look out the window. He sees a gray pickup truck. And then he looks at the TV. And then it cuts to him holding a knife walking through his house really <laughs> slow. Because that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Except I would have. I don't know if I would grab a knife. I would grab a knife, but I wouldn't hold it blade out like he was walking around like this. I would have it blade down and clutched to my chest, walking mm. very slowly. If anything spooked me, yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> going. Sh- I'm not going to go for the chest. I'm going to go just below it yeah. and then up. Would you stab? Or would you swipe? I would go. I would go in and up. I want to destroy your lungs. <laughs> if you can't breathe, you can't hurt me. <laughs> but I'd have to get below your rib cage and up. Yeah. Which is hard to do 
because Russell Crowe is a giant of a man. Yeah, he's a lot fat. So uh, <laughs> Fred, Freddy walks into his bedroom, and he, and he walks all the way in, and he stops, and then he hears a noise, so he turns around, and Russell Crowe is holding Mary by like the the back of her head and in her fit she <coughs> like it doesn't even resemble because yeah, like the chick like, who was playing mary, like he just pounded her the chick face. who was playing mary was cute yeah and then they show you this and it's like the nose is like gone the jaw looks like you just like punched her like 10 times like just just held her up because we've seen him beat the shit out of people he just yeah. like he just probably did that until she was unconscious <laughs> And then he's walking up to Freddy going, do you know why this happened? And Freddy's like, like holding her like a puppet. Too. Yeah, he's like, he's like, do you know why this happened? And he's like, because you're a fucking psycho. And he goes, no, no, your sister did this. This is your <laughs> sister's fault. If she was a good person, this wouldn't be happening right oh, now. God. And then the kid's just like, I, just take the money, man. Just take the money. I don't want any. He's like, I don't want your money. I don't want your money. I don't care about anything. And then he throws Mandy at her, uh, Mary at her. He's holding the knife out like this. Yeah. He just... Russell Crowe just pushes her and like stabs, like, stabs, like, stabs, stabs, and, stabs, and then throws her and just starts hitting Freddy, and then and then we cut to her driving into the school, looking at her phone, seeing a photo of Freddy duct taped to a chair, unconscious, with Russell Crowe smiling, holding his head up, and she almost kills the guy pulling into the school, looking at that photo. That one's justified. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, that one's justified. So she pulls into school. She gets a text because, like, the teacher's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And she's like, "You have three minutes to get your kid out of school, or Freddie dies." And then she calls him, and it's like, "That wasn't part of the deal." And he goes, "Oh yeah, sucks, huh?" <laughs> you know, or something like that, right? He said it was one of the best responses. Like, you really think I was going to make a deal? Yeah, 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 <laughs> something like that. He was like, "Really? You believed me?" Or yeah, it was a good line like that, and Russell Crowe delivered it perfectly because the character even smiled when he said it like he was happy he was like you really thought i was gonna fucking come on I just, just russell Crowe just laughing at the whole situation he was filming he wasn't even supposed to be in it it worked though even yeah. if he's laughing at the script and laughing at the scenes it fucking worked this is one of the best russell Crowe movies i've seen in a long time like since master and commander and gladiator i wonder if it's got rotten tomatoes probably not good we'll look it up later mm. um yeah, this is not a movie for people who, like, don't think society's collapsing. <laughs> if you think society's collapsing, this movie's perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she runs into the school, and she's trying to explain to the principal that we need to fucking... I need to get my son out of the school because, look, like, this guy's trying to kill my brother. And she's like, we're in a soft lockdown. And she's like, look! And she's pointing at his... That's the... He's got my... Give me my fucking son! Yeah, has Russell Crowe's face on the TV, like, focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, it's the same guy! And even the, <laughs> and the principal's like, you know, and it's like, come on! And then, obviously, it cuts to her. And yeah, running out with the kid. Speeding away. Uh, and then she calls him and says, I have my son. Now, during that, during the whole principal thing, Russell Crowe was making Freddie write a letter <sighs> while dousing him in lighter fluid and telling him to hurry up finish the letter finish the letter and then he gets the lighter mm. and then she calls russell crowe to be like i have my kid i have my kid and he goes oh well freddie wants to read you something and he starts waving the lighter read the fucking letter freddie read the fucking letter he makes it put it on speakerphone too so yeah yeah so the, so the kid it. the son can hear freddie 
blaming Rachel for his death and bl- and being like, this only happened because you're a bad person. This only happened because you're selfish and self-absorbed. This is your fault. My death is on your hands. And right as he reads that line, Russell Crowe, remember when he twisted Freddie to stare at Mary's dead body while reading the letter? Yeah. And then um, as he's reading the last line and he's about to set Freddie on fire, a cop busts in because she did send cops to the house. They yeah. were just slow for some fucking reason. Busy with the accident. So the cop's like, the accident didn't happen yet. So the cop's like, holy shit, I got him. Like, uh, put your hands in the air. You know, he's trying to radio in for help, radio in for help. So Russell Crowe just lights Freddie on fire, kicks him at the cop. The cop shoots twice, hits him in the shoulder. Russell runs out of the house. All you hear is the fucking All we uncle. hear is the kids screaming, gunshots, and yeah. So the little kids listen to his uncle like burning to death. Burning to death with gunshots and screaming. And then, uh... That's definitely one of the most brutal, like, sadistic scenes I've seen in the movie in a long time. Yeah. So they're driving down the highway... And, and they're trying to come up with a plan and to like distract the kid from the terribleness that happened. She's like, hey, remember that remember that Fortnite plan you came up with? And he was like, yeah, whatever. He was like, no, 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 we're gonna do that. We're gonna go to mom's old house, right? And we're gonna get lost in the neighborhood because he won't know how to navigate it. And then we're gonna hide. And the kid's like, all right, that's a good plan. And um, I forgot about the whole tablet thing too. I was getting there. So. <laughs> So the kid was like, how does he know where you always are? And, and he was like, and she was like, well, I mean, I got his phone. It's got to have GPS. And the kid notices it's a flip phone. Mm. He's like, no, that doesn't work. Um, where's your iPad? And she was like, well, I think he stole my iPad too. And then they both realized, oh, you can like geo-synchronize, you know, you can find them. Yeah. So that she, the kid starts looking around the car, finds it under the seat. And she's like, ah, oh, shit. All right, throw it out the window. And the kid goes, no, no, no. We can find him with it. So, it was the mom who decided that. Yeah, she was whatever. Like, Can't we do the whole? Yeah, you find my phone thing. Yeah. So. So she gets him to look it up on the lap, on the tablet. Yeah. And they yeah. see he's right on top of him, pretty much. He is driving right next to them. So they start looking around for the gray pickup truck. They don't fucking see it. And then the mom looks over and sees the license plate. Let's say Rosie one, which is her across the street neighbor who she saw earlier leave that said she was heading the opposite way. Yeah. So why is the van not where it's? Oh my God. Be very quiet. Don't look at him. him. Don't look at him because they notice there's a cop in front of Russell Crowe. Yeah. So like, we're just going to roll up next to the cop. You're going to roll the window down. You're going to get the cop's attention. We're going to fucking fix this. I still think he sh- they should have kind of ran the cop and chase him. Had the over. cop like pull out his gun and shoot him for attempted murder of a police officer. Just go and pull. You right ram over. a cop's car. You're trying to kill that cop. That cop's gonna kill you. Chad, you don't ram cop cars. Like what the fuck? Anyway, a child. Okay, and they just tried to kill someone. <laughs> and the guy with the gun is the person they tried to kill. What do you think that guy with the gun's gonna do? Eh, nothing. Oh, I'm sorry you tried to kill me. What's your problem? No. Because keep well, in mind, if you pull over right away, it seemed like it was an accident. If they had gotten in front of the cop and slammed down the brakes and brake checked him, so the cop would be like, what the fuck? Be, that guy's trying to kill me! You know, like, mm. that would have been smart. But they pulled up next to him, they roll the window down, they're screaming at the cop to roll the windows down. He rolls his windows down, and they're like, the guy you're looking for is right there! And the cop's like, what? And he's like, right there! And then Russell Crowe fucking pit maneuvers the cop. 
spins out of control. And all of a sudden, 18 wheels. Gets on his fucking radio, starts to call it in, and a cement truck just blows that car up. And, like, there's blood all over the front of the cement truck. Yeah, that was a... It looked... The fucking car... Car crashes in this movie were great. Yeah. So now she's like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Um... What was the scene where the, the chick doing her eyes? Was that before this or after this? I think that was during this. Where during this, where she's speeding. Away. Yeah, because now Russell doesn't give a fuck, and he's just hitting cars trying to chase her. And they wind up like um, on an off-ramp off the highway, and uh, she manages to get on the off-ramp, and Russell has to like turn last second, and he hits this fucking little Nissan with this chick doing her eyes, and she hits like the wedge. And you see her like dummy go through the windshield yeah. as the car's flipping. It Which, looks, don't do Dude, like? I've seen every chick does it, and it's like you're just gonna die. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like not today, not tomorrow, but eventually, it's gonna get you. Second, you take your eyes off the road, you're putting everyone and yourself at risk. <laughs> this movie was like they should show this in Driver's Ed. Yeah. If they showed this to me in Driver's Ed, I'd be like, that was amazing, but I will never beep at anyone under any circumstance <laughs> unless my life is in danger. Just do the friendly beep, though. That's what I do. I do boop boop and I just wave. Like, hey, you gotta go. I wait it out. Yeah. Cause I'm like, eh, maybe something's happening. Maybe they're endangered. Maybe they're in labor. Yeah, maybe something's happening, and if I just wait behind them, I can fix it. Because <laughs> also, my philosophy is, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. I don't put too much stock on that bullshit. I'm always in a rush. As long as, well, because you don't plan your life. I always give myself, if I'm, 20 minutes in my mind isn't late. 20 minutes is the threshold. If you're anything past I, 20, you're fucked. I don't like being anywhere on time. I like being at least five minutes early. I like to be five minutes, I like to be either five minutes early, five minutes late. But if I'm 20 minutes late and I'm like, yo, some shit happened, you have to accept it. If I'm 21 minutes late and I'm like, yo, some shit happened. It all depends like, on how you. often it happens. Not very often. I've actually been getting to work before Danny. Think about that. I worked with you for so long, and you're late almost every shift. <laughs> yeah, but that's when I didn't care, and we were getting like 60 hours a week, and it was like, yeah, I gave it that, you know? No. Then we lost the FCA, and I was like, I gotta prove myself. <laughs> now we have the FCA again, and I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> you just... Yeah, and then my company died. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, where were we? lit freddy on fire they noticed the van the lady crashed into the wedge she decides to drive to her mom's neighborhood and she waits at the last second to cut down that one way until he couldn't make it so yeah. she loses him a bit yeah she loses him and she she weaves in and out she winds up at her mom's house thankfully the tablet died so the tablet died so he anymore. can't track her and she parks in the driveway and she goes all right you know what to do and the kid's like i know what to do the kid runs in the house and grabs a flashlight and he goes hides in the crawl space. And the mom... I forgot he set the alarm in the house and everything. Too. So the cops would come because they think it's a and e uh, So the mom leaves the car parked in the driveway like a fucking moron and Russell Crowe finds it. And, and he's like driving, driving, driving. And then he stops and he sees it. And you can see him start to think like, alright. And he's like chewing ox, uh, hydrocodone and he's, he's, he's eating his drugs and he's you see him kind of like mulling over what he should do next. And then the car in the driveway, like in the foreground, in the background, 
guns it into the van and flips the van over and she gets out with a golf club she goes over to the driver's seat to like i assume bash his skull in and you think she has it then all of a sudden he's not there and he just cold clocks her oh god like a lot of movies like don't go too heavy on the women violence this movie beat the shit out of this girl she like kicked her in the face a bunch of times three times yeah like while she was in the corner of a room all right so he punches her in the head and he grabs her by the hair and he goes now you're gonna watch your son die or whatever and he goes into the house or no she escapes yes she escapes and then she runs up into the into the crawl space with him because he knocked over a bunch of like well metal things that was yeah as 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 russell crowe because russell crowe was pretending to be a cop he was like it's it's me it's the police son come out and the kid's like no 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 and he wants to pick up the fire poker to use as a weapon, but he mm. knocks over the whole set. So now you can see him like clanging, bang, freaking out. You see Russell Crowe notice the noise, and you see the crawl space door open. And you're like, oh shit! But no, it's the mom. And he screams. Yeah, and then you see behind the mom a pair of legs just walk up behind. So Russell Crowe was just casually walking behind her as she ran upstairs and like panicked. I feel like his face was just like. And then he grabs her by the legs, yanks her out puts her against the wall and just starts kicking her in the fucking head. This is where the movie lost. There was no way she would have been more than that by the time. You underestimate a mother watching her child. I got kicked in the face three times like that. You're dumb as shit, though. And you're... Listen. If you, you little yes, man... But you don't understand. Mo- like, mothers have been known to lift cars off their dying children. Yeah, I guess. There's something about, like... There's a reason the human species is still... like Our women, like, they suck and all that stuff, but you fuck with their kid... You fuck with their kid and they turn into like Captain America level strength. Like they go to that extreme. It's adrenaline. It's like PCP. There's like women who have like ripped dudes' arms off, like while the guy's like hurting their kid. Like it's fucking crazy. Like their brains shut off and they go full chimpanzee. Like so, like as soon as she heard her kid getting, because remember the kid runs up to try and help her, and Russell Crowe just crack, and, like breaks the kid's nose. That's when she's like, <gasps> yeah, that's when she her brain turns off and she goes into primal mode and she yeah. starts whacking him with a golf club and he's fucking just beats the shit out like just beats the shit out of her and then he fucking yanks the cord off the lamp and wraps around the kid's head neck and starts choking him and he's like you did this rachel you did this rachel and luckily she has the pair her of peppermint candy, uh, candy cane scissors fucking scissors brought up in the beginning of the movie right? yeah and yeah. she pulls him out of her pocket and jumps in the air and fucking spartan stabs him in the fucking eye and then he's like on the ground and then he gets up and she goes how about this for death? dumbest line in the movie kicks him in the head the scissors go all the way through his head he dies he dies i love that line it's so cheap this movie needed that at the end because it was so intense if it was any other movie i'd be like "Eh, gay but but... this movie was like so intense so intense so intense cheesy one-liner oh it's like the cheesy 90s and 80s movies yeah they always had to have that final perfect ending yeah so the cops show up and they're like, hey, by the way, Freddy didn't die, but fire tied to a chair. So He's fine. He's going to make it. Yeah, he'll make it, but he'll never be Freddy again. Oh, the best part of the movie is when, uh, when the car flips over and Russell Crowe's standing over her after he punched her in the face. And he's like, you're going to see my face for the rest of your life. Yeah. That line was off. Or with, with the therapy line. Like, so we get to the end of the movie, right? We'll start talking about our favorite scenes. We get to the end of the movie. For some reason, the cops just let them go, even though they like yeah. witnesses and murders and all bladder. They should be going to the hospital. There'd be a lot of 
Hospital paperwork. To check everything. A lot of paperwork to fill out. And a lot of questioning after to see yeah. what happened. So as they're leaving, she pulls up to a light. It's red. Turns green. She starts to hit the gas. A car flies across. Lays on the horn. She goes to hit the horn. Stops. And the, and the kid goes, good choice. So there would have been a better ending. If it least. stopped just before it hit. So you didn't know what she did. Yeah. Did she learn her lesson? Yeah. That should have been real. I Fuck feel like that. I feel like a committee was like, no, give them the happy ending. Give them the happy ending. They deserve it. That was horrible. That was ninety six minutes, pure misery. Give them the happy ending. Yeah, then we could have had a hunch too. It's Russell Crowe's son. Russell Crowe's brother, who looks just like him. <laughs> You're the twin, Russell Crowe. You gotta come back for this movie. <laughs> There's like fifty unhinged movies. One comes out a year where it's just another Russell Crowe. Like that's my cousin. That's my nephew. I'll just look really well. The one super jacked one. Yeah. Dies, they, dies super easy. <laughs> gets hit by like a bus by accident. Oh, what did you like the most about this movie? Russell Crowe. Yeah. This is definitely the Russell Crowe show. His his performance was amazing. His character was fun. Everything else in the movie is kind of like, man, besides for like the accident. But yeah, um, the car crash. Like the car crash porn was amazing. Yeah. Fucking poor stunt guy falling out of that car. Yeah. Oh, that cop getting hit by that fucking cement truck was brutal. Yeah. That's, I get, I bet that clip is in the trailer, so you can totally cut that clip and put it if we want to show people. Um, that's what, that's what Red Letter Media does, is they take trailers and they cut the clips out of the trailers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, like, type in unhinged trailer one, two, and three, and then cut clips from it. Yeah. Because they put the trailer out there for everyone to see. They're not stealing the intellectual property. They gave it to you for free on YouTube. So you taking... It's not like you went to the movie, paid for it, pulled out your phone, recorded it, you know? I thought I could use longer than a minute of the trailer. No, it's it's something like you can only use like 10 or 30 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. In total. Overall. So like you can use a minute of the trailer, but if you go a minute over with any other footage, you've reached your threshold. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Russell Crowe standing over her after flipping the van and screaming, you're going to see my face was one of my favorite parts. I think Russell Crowe beating the shit out of Andy in the diner was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, I liked, Jesus, I just, any scene with Russell Crowe, I was hooked. I really liked his character in the beginning where he's like, I just want an apology. Yeah. And I feel like the movie would have been well, over. Besides the whole him burning the house and murdering those two people. Yeah, but he was probably going to go kill himself or something, you know? Yeah. But then he decided, you know what? I'm fucked anyway. Fuck you. I'm going to make your life shitty because mine doesn't matter. I think the main lesson you have to learn in this movie is... Oh, when he's, when he's walking up to Freddy holding Mary and he's like... I worked a job. I thought I made a difference and none of it mattered. I got injured and they fired me. My wife left me. Nothing matters. So I figured if doing good doesn't make a difference, this is how I'm going to make my mark. And yeah. that's when he's like, it's like, fuck it. If I can't do good, I'm going to be the most <laughs> evil motherfucker I can. Which I'm like, I love those motives. <laughs> and I guarantee you there's probably like, very wide majority of people out there that are that close to being that person. My one of my favorite jokes is I'm dangerously close to blowing up a building. I'm waiting for the moment when I'm like, "Fuck it, time to blow up a building." I feel like I'm there. Life is good, but when things start getting really bad, I'll be like, "Fuck it, blowing up buildings now. Fuck it, nothing matters." 
It's the truth. Like you got a kid, you, your priorities are on your children. I don't have children, so like when shit gets bad, I got nothing to lose. Like you know what I mean. And when I'm saying when I when shit gets bad, I mean like bad. Like we we're at war with China and Russia, and we're losing. Like fuck it, blowing up buildings, nothing matters. We're about to get nuked off the face of the earth. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Overall, this movie taught us to just be nice. Be oh, check. Don't be overreactive. Check this out. What I just read came out in Germany first. That's neat. <laughs>